All right, let's go. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to uh, another episode of the Kickout um, WrestleMania Day Two. It happened. It's over now. It was a dream. It was all a dream. Um, and we have got some very, very. Um, I don't know what the word is. I would say exciting, exciting results. Yes. I think. What's going on? I would say some quite exciting results. How are you guys? Doing well. <laughs> Tay's doing well. Flu? I would say uh, I'm doing well. And I just want to make it clear that uh, WrestleMania for me was too big for just one night. And I felt like legacies were defined. And I feel like legends were made. I agree. <laughs> Skillet. Hey, listen, I felt it was a better showing than yesterday. And I actually really enjoyed some of this, and we'll get into it in a minute. Yeah, should we just get straight to what, what went down? Yeah. Well, let's, let, let's say the, the most important thing. Should we just say a little, whatever we think, whatever happened, congrats to Drew for being the first oh, British champion. Well done to Drew McIntyre. Congratulations, Drew McIntyre, baby. Great deserve. And Ace, I believe you were the first person to interview him after his win. Is that correct? That's right. He was in his ass. And his what? In his ass. Sorry. He's in his house. Oh, okay. Um, with, with the belt. Um, in, yeah, so he was... And do you know what? I, was, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a real mark because I genuinely was talking to him like he had just finished performing. <laughs> like I, the thing is, when I when you I'm gonna we're gonna upload the whole video. When you watch it back, you will see that to me he had just left the performance center and was like at his hotel or something. Not and then like later on in the interview, he's like, "Yeah, I, I was able to watch the whole thing," and I was like, "Oh, he was able to watch the whole thing." Oh yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, but credit credit to you, because you, you you've been you've been. Rallying behind McIntyre before it was cool to rally behind him. One hundred percent. He was. And you were keeping kayfabe base. Well done for keeping kayfabe. Of course, that's exactly what I was doing. Um, But yeah, we'll we'll put the interview in at the end of this, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, So let's run down the card. Right. So what was the first match? I didn't watch the um, kickoff. So that was Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Did you see it? No. Yeah. it was all right. Liv Morgan did some good showing. She's she's a very good entertainer. Natalia was making her look, you know, as good as she could. And Liv picked up the win. It was, you know, you, know, you didn't miss much. It was nice. It was a nice match. Fair enough. Okay. Have they got, have they got a few that just come out of nowhere? It's just a whatever match. It's a whatever match, yeah. Oh, okay. I, don't think, cool. I don't think they've got a feud. Cool, nice. Cool. I think they will now, though. I think they will have a feud after this. Makes sense. Yeah. So we had to kick it off was the NXT Women's Championship match, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, Blue, you go first. Go on. Um, uh, <laughs> well, uh, um, uh, no, you know what? They left it in, which you have to respect. I like the fact in this match that um, you you really noticed how much they were talking to each other. So she was like, I'm going to slap you. I'm the queen. And then she was like, I'm Rhea Ripley. And I'm going to reverse that slap. And I'm going to kick you in the knee. Yeah, well, I'm the queen. And I'm going to kick you in the knee. Then maybe go for the... And it was like, I think they're talking a little bit too much. Right. Just for me. 
just for me, maybe a little bit too much talking. But they laid it in, um, and yeah, Charlotte is the um, NXT champion, and why wouldn't she be? I, lo- I like it. I did, so I, I was right with this one then, wasn't I? So um, she won, so I think they're going to try and give NXT a little bump in the ratings. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did call that flu. Yes, you did. Um, apparently, Charlotte is now going to defend her title against all comers, not just NXT. It'll be against the main roster too. So we don't know for sure if Charlotte's definitely going to NXT. It looks like Charlotte's going to be doing a thing where she's going to be across all three shows possibly. It's amazing. So the NXT talent don't even have to go sideways to the main roster to lose now. <laughs> exactly. Yes. They can lose from the privacy of their own home. Brilliant. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think this will be a good a good way to bring Ronda back, though. I think this will be a good way to bring Ronda back. Yeah. I think. I, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I really like. I really like Charlotte's ring attire. It was a tribute to Maleficent. Okay. Uh, nice little, nice little touch there. And, uh, yeah, I like Rhea's big attire, too. Uh, you know, it was a hard-hitting match. A very yeah. good match. Just a bit, a bit too long for me. I thought this was a good match. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a good match. Yeah. Well, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a lot to say on the ending. I wasn't, I wasn't too... I don't know. I just wasn't too happy that she became... I, I kind of slightly felt like... I understand that they're, gonna, they're doing it to try and boost the ratings. But it kind of feels like they shit on the women of NXT because they're not struggling as females in that division. Like, they ha- you have some really good female talent down there. And it's kind of like, okay, now she can take the belt and defend it against this other person, this other person, this other person. Whereas it was kind of used to uplift the NXT women and showcase them to say, like, look, they're ready for the main roster. So that, in that kind of sense, I was kind of like, mm. but I mean, let's just see how it goes in it. Hopefully they'll do good with it. And this is coming from Tay, who's wearing only a dressing gown right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she has officially given up. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what was the next match? Um, is it Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley? I like this. This was, oh, I like this. This was, this was fast paced. It wasn't too long. It didn't overstay its welcome. It was just Lashley looking hard, beating up, predominantly dominating Alistair Black. If anything, Lashley would have had the match won if it wasn't for Lana's interference of how he should do the spare instead of doing a power slam, which mm. caught, which got him to get catched by the um the what's it called that again? The black, the face of black, face of black, and uh, yeah, one two three. So you know, yeah, I think it was a good show. So that means the Lana Lashley thing is gonna come to an end soon. They'll probably file for a divorce soon and. And black still looks strong, so it's all good. Yeah, I agree. Solid. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. It was fine. And this is what I think there should be more of. Obviously, we had to do, you know, they had to do some of the other stuff, but just nice and simple, bish bosh, do your stuff, get out quickly. This is these are the things I enjoyed more of this weekend. I seem to be in the minority. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it, and I think the right person won. Yep. And, yeah, and if it really is the end of Bobby Lashley and Lana, then hooray. Great. Yeah. Go back, go back to your real husband, Hussie. Go back to your real husband. How about that? <laughs> Wouldn't that be crap if they put Lana and Rusev together now? Because that is yeah. like Rusev like an idiot. Absolute joker. <laughs> It'd be shit. Right, the next match was Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Ace, coming to you first. <laughs> 
It was, it was exactly how I called it. It was going to be the corn and cheese and really cheesy thing. I mean, <sighs> Dolph Ziggler was never going to win. We knew he was going to see um, Mandy Rose. Okay. I, I've put one <laughs> note, Ace, and yeah. it's simply this. Dolph, enjoy your money. That's <laughs> <all> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I didn't love it. It was, it was whatever. It, would, it could have easily been on a Friday night SmackDown. That could have been easily. Ace, I think you summed it up best when you said yesterday that Ziggler's full-time job is a comedian yeah. and he wrestles on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, pay, to pay rent. To pay the rent. That's 100%. Rent. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What, do you guys, what do you guys think of it? It was a match. Yeah. I was hoping because it had a storyline, it might work a bit better. But... Um, yeah, Vince McMahon you, loves that Otis chat, doesn't he? Vince McMahon loves him. You have He's to think small it probably, it probably, would, it probably would have worked. It would have worked better with the crowd there. Yeah, I think yeah. all the run-ins would have worked so much better because yeah. it's not the only running that we saw. And I think yeah. run-ins are not going to work with no crowd there. It makes no sense. I think yeah. obviously we we need to say that, don't we? When when we when we're saying what we think about this, obviously we're aware that they were completely up against it. They did the best they could. A lot of the matches, you know, they busted their ass and stuff like that. So we, we're making light of it, but it's only because it shouldn't have been happening in the first place. But obviously you respect what they did, but sweet Moses, some of these matches, sweet Moses. <laughs> oh, do you see the nice Hyundai advert just before this match? Some of you may be in trouble during the coronavirus. Why not buy a fucking Hyundai? <laughs> it was like, what the hell? <laughs> That's what you need to do. Get yourself in debt, buy a car. Buy no adverts at this WrestleMania. Buy a car. You can't go anywhere, but buy a car anyway. Yeah. Sorry to swear. I didn't mean to swear there. I apologise, everybody. It's fine. It sounded great. <laughs> uh, what was after this match? I think it was uh, Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Obviously, we knew that Austin Theory and... Angel no, I think it was Orton Edge first. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was Orton Edge. Oh, man, I can't remember. Tired. Anyone would think, Tate, you fell asleep. And when you were making notes. <laughs> that was it was a good match, yeah. Like a lot of people are saying, it was far too long. Mm. I think it was a good fight. It was a fight. It was what Flu called it would be. It would be very much them fighting all over the performance center, backstage in the gym. Uh Flu was spot on with the overacting. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it is what you expect. It was a grudge match. It was a fight. I mean, yes, Tay, Tay is absolutely right. It went far too long than it should have because I think not just myself and Tay, but a lot of my friends who were messaging me at the same time, we all fell asleep at that time. We all knocked <laughs> out. We all knocked out during that match. Well, uh, it's when when Orton was choking out Edge with one of the, with one of the, the um, ropes. <laughs> the rope. That's I think we all hard like, controversy, isn't it? We all just passed out. Uh, then I woke up and watched the rest of the media. So, yeah. Um, do, do you know what the funniest thing is? Because I, I knew that I had this interview in the morning, so I was going to have to watch Mania. But I was going to take a nap during that match. I was going to say that I thought, let, let me just... Because I really want to sit down and watch it properly. I was like, let me just take a nap during this match. I know it's going to be lot long. But when Orton um, masqueraded as the cameraman, I got up. I was like, yeah, I like this. Yep. That was yep. wicked. That was yeah. really good. I like that. And then I yeah. started, and then I watched the whole thing, and I actually quite enjoyed it. I know it was a bit long, but I actually really quite enjoyed it. I just don't like the fact that Edge kicked out of three RKOs or yeah. whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah, to be fair though, he had 37 minutes to recover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. 37 Fred. minutes. This was the, apparently, I may have read this wrong, but this was the second longest match in WrestleMania history oh. after the Iron Man match. Really? Apparently. Not. Jesus. Triple H Batista at the last Mania was forever. I think oh, they took yeah, about 28 or something like that. I feel like they're still fighting now. They, that was <laughs> going on forever. Anyway. Here's the thing. I, I love Edge and I respect Randy Orton. But whoever's call it was to go this long, so whether it was Vince, Triple H, the editors, the producer, or one of those two guys, it, it went from, yeah, like you, Ace. At the beginning, I popped. I went, what a great start. And yeah. then after five minutes, I went, this is all right, you know. Uh, and then after 10 minutes, I started getting a little bit angry. And then at like the 18, 20 minute mark, I was just like, how self-indulgent. How many times can you watch someone punch, make kind of boisterous mad? There were so many. Uh, uh, I had to turn it down because I was worried what my neighbours were thinking what I was watching. <laughs> and, uh, it just got so, and I, like I say, I really respect these guys and stuff like that, but just. That, what, they, what my highlights, they fought to Goldberg's dressing room. That was fun. Uh, I enjoyed Edge's jumping. When he hung on the thing, he did the jumping dick to the face. That was a good move. I enjoyed when he did an elbow drop from the roof, which was actually lower down than if he just jumped in the air. Um, it was just, it's pre-recorded. There was no reason why someone couldn't have gone, you know what, guys, I think we can shave off 10 minutes here. Do you know what I mean? That's and true. it's that kind of acting, it's no disrespect to them because they're both legends, but that kind of acting only works when there's a crowd and stuff like that. If not, you're just making weird noises for 37 minutes. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. And also, I feel bad. It was like one, you know, almost watching Punk in UFC or something like that. I or, or Bret Hart's return match against Vince. I just felt bad because I love Edge. Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, I was trying, yeah, after five minutes, ten minutes, yeah, come on. And then I was just like, oh, man, this completely, this isn't, this isn't good. They're trying the best they could and they beat the shit out of each other. But it just, oh, goodness me, too long. It was, it was a bit long. There was a nice DT spot Orton did on Edge on the car that was brilliant. That was pretty mm. cool. There was loads of amazing bits, but it just it should have been, been 15 minutes. Where, yeah. where, where does Edge go from here? To the well, back, I mean, baby. Man, I don't know. No. They're going to have a rubber I, match, aren't they? Probably at Money in the Bank. They're going to probably have a second match. Well, oh, okay. Hasn't he only signed for like three or four matches a year? Yeah, I think so. For three years. Yeah. I don't think he'll be ready. I saw they were still advertising money in the bank. Are they kidding me? They no, actually, Flew, that's not right. I think he's back full time. Is he? Yeah, he's back full time for the next three oh. years. He's an active oh, okay. member of the roster. Well, in that he's... case, it's not going to matter because as soon as the crowd back, Edge will be Edge again and Autumn will be Autumn again. Obviously, this was just a hiccup. But um, yeah, but how are they going to advertise money in the bank? How is that still happening? Because surely... I know, I agree. It's so irresponsible. It's no, I will... Sorry, when I spoke to... Um... Drew this morning, he said they're just going to carry on. They're going to carry on recording shows. As long as they can continue to record shows, they're going to carry on recording shows until they actually get locked off. They're just going to keep going. So we're going to keep seeing it like this. This is going to be wrestling for us until it's not, <laughs> basically. So yeah, don't, don't like, I assume that after Mania, they were just going to go on a break. They're not. They're, we're going to get Raw and SmackDown and NXT just in front of no audience. We're going to keep getting it. So it wouldn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me if we're going to get money in the bank with our audience as well. 
Jeez. Oh. He looks like a skillet's face. He so looks so upset. Yeah, but this is this is. I feel like we just gotta get used to it. It is like my uncle was saying this to me. Like we just gotta adapt to the world, and this is what wrestling is now. Unfortunately, we are gonna have to watch WWE with no audience. It just is what it is. Sorry. And and, and 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 sorry. I know we've been getting them about like, yo, man, it can't, just just cancel it. But they feel like they're doing a real justice. Like they're doing Are they? That they feel like they're doing the world a service. Like we're at home, we're stuck at home, they're giving us content to watch. They feel like they're really doing something for us. And maybe they're doing it. F- I don't know if they're doing it for the right or the wrong reasons, but how it how it came across to me was like they're doing it for the right reasons. So I wanna say salute to Vince. Yeah. <laughs> Not, well, I was about to say, yeah. salute the wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, old Vince Rooney, I think, might be doing it for the old almighty dollar. Maybe. I salute? Very possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Like we, I said, no one will know. We're, we're making jokes and we're making like of it. Of course you have to respect what they're doing. But I think if they do keep going, I think you, you have to start asking, when does it become irresponsible? They're definitely going to keep going. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm letting you know that out. Like, they're probably planning money in the bank already. They're just not going to have an audience. It's just going to be the same show. Sorry, guys. Wow. Is what it is. <laughs> um, are you are uh, you guys satisfied with Edge and Orton? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was a good match. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Next match was the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. This was the best match of the whole night. This was incredible. What? Yes, have you watched this match? <laughs> okay. Did you watch this match? I did. I watched it. No, you did not. It wasn't. You, did, you would not. You would not disagree that this was the best match of the night. Nah, I think uh, Charlotte Rhea Ripley was better than this. I disagree. I felt that I felt the uh, Angel Garcia, Garza, and um, Austin Theory and Street Profits put on a good show. Very entertaining, fast paced. Wasn't that long. It went really well for me. Okay. And I felt I like. I mean, obviously, the ending at the end didn't make any sense. It was very much the. Bianca Belair coming to make the save. That would have been a great thing for the crowd. But, you know, yeah, I think it was a nice match. Do you think she's made roster now, then? I have a feeling so, yes. Really? I don't think she is. I think that was I just... Think, I think she's going to be involved with the Street Profits going forward. And really? it might be a heel turn for Street Profits. Maybe she'll turn them heel. Who knows? Which would be great. Which would be absolutely great. Yeah. I mean, if she talks more than Montez Fords, that would be great. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. She's a good. I totally, well. I totally agree with that as well. Actually, she needs to be a bit of the mouthpiece. Montez, Montez needs to rein it in a bit. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I said it before. I said if I was a wrestler, I'd be as annoying as Montez. <laughs> oh, you would, Skills. Montez is you when you've had about seven or eight schmanofices. You've been one hundred percent. I agree. I agree. Tape, tape up a funny thing on her Instagram story about um, overacting. Because yeah. obviously, <laughs> flew, you mentioned you mentioned Edge, and then Tate put up the when Montez sold the frog splash, I think it was, and yeah. he did a cross eye. Tate was like, "Hold my cup." <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Is that the is that the kind of thing when he went cross eyed? Is that the kind of thing um, an old timey wrestler would pull him to one side backstage and say, "What the hell was that?" Or am I looking into it too much? Well, I mean, listen, he, he, he's got his own style. Let him do his thing. He's not doing anything wrong, per se. You know, I feel like if an old-time wrestler was to tell him to do anything, I, I, I think that's a bit much. I think he's, he's, he's an entertainer. He's a great athlete. I just think his promos are just, in my opinion, 
uh, are very jarring. That's all it is. This needs to rein it in with the promo. Mm-hmm. That's all Stop it screaming, is. It's WrestleMania every two seconds. <laughs> but that's, but I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't tell him not to do that if I was a pro. If I was a professional, I wouldn't tell him that. He needs to oh, find dude, his own way. I wouldn't tell any of this to their face. They'd slap the piss out of me. Yeah, they, <laughs> he needs to find his own way, and hopefully he will. Yeah, away from me. <laughs> All right, so then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship Bailey versus Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. This was the best match of the night. <laughs> but it wasn't the best match. <laughs> um, I know I made a joke about Tamina winning, but I did call that Bailey would retain. Did we all agree with this? No, I said Sasha Banks. I said said Sasha Banks as well. Yeah, so no, I think you're the only one who got it right, uh, uh, Skilled. Yeah. I felt Um, quite bad for Sasha because she looked, you know how you said um, Kyrie Sane was looking like her body language? At the end, Sasha Banks was kind of like, her body language kind of like, I'm fed up of this shit. Like, and she she probably should be. Like, she should have, I felt like she should have won that championship. I felt like she should have won it a long time ago. But did you see her Instagram? I disagree with that, Tay. did you see her Instagram post? What did her post say? It said, um, when you lose at your fifth <laughs> WrestleMania. Okay, so Tay was right. <laughs> <laughs> so Tay, Tay was absolutely right. And I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what she wrote? She, it was like a, it's a meme of a dog running away or something like that. And, so, and the caption is, when you lose at your fifth WrestleMania. Right, yeah, so Tay was right then. Yeah, sorry, Tay. You know what, I was Sasha. just going to say... Enjoy what your money. Was, I was gonna say I I think Tay's wrong because I felt Sasha would have been happy for Bailey. But no, she, she no I think with that, now you just proving me with that with that caption there. Yeah, Tay was right. It, if you think about it though, Sasha she lost at five. She has never won at Mania. Never. She yeah, that's ridiculous. As well. she, she she yeah, that's actually ridiculous. She hasn't won one match at Mania. That's terrible. That's not good. She you know what she is? She's the women's division of Dolph Ziggler. No, nah, don't say that. Because she's, <laughs> yes. she's had more success than Dolph Ziggler in the shorter time. How? Much more. She's been a, a SmackDown champion, a Raw champion, NXT champion. She's like, she's definitely she's had... champion six times. She's been a um, tag team champ. No, nah, she's had more success than Dolph Ziggler, 100%. Okay. Dolph Ziggler is Arsenal, bro. I'm telling you. Ziggler still had one of the best moments of wrestling history. Very true, very Maybe. true. But so did Sasha against Bailey NXT. They both had one classic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moment. you're right. Yeah. Good, good rebuttal, flu. I'll give you that. Good comeback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. She's not, she's not the Dolph Ziggler in the women's division, but the way she's going, she will be. Yeah, hundred percent. She's on her way. And then have the brain <laughs> <laughs> that you do. <laughs> what, what was next? Oh, it was the Firefly Funhouse match. John Cena. Okay, can I talk about this? Go for it. Listen, guys, you might not agree with me. (laughs) I loved this. (laughs) I'm sorry. I thought this was genius. (laughs) Like, to to a degree where I told Andrews, my brother, to watch it. And I FaceTimed him halfway through the match to see his reaction. (laughs) And he was like stunned. I actually took a print screen of it. I said it to you guys. He was stunned, but his reply straight away was, "Brother, this is genius." And it is because even though he's not an active wrestling fan, he still got the references. All the references. He got, he got the references. 
to the heel turn. Yeah. How everybody wanted John Cena to be heel, NWO. Oh, yeah. He got the references to the Nikki Bella. He got references to Hogan. Mm. They had a lot of Hogan disses in there, which is mm. the kind of uh, how people see Cena. Yeah. And also being overrated. So many good references in this match. Eric Andre, the Eric Andre show. There's a lot of references to that, which we know that Cena's a big fan of. There were so many things of this that were straight borderline genius. And I absolutely loved every part of it. It was I the intricacies that they put into it. Like it was so well thought out and like everything linked in. And it just, it, it, was, it was brilliant. Like it was amazing. I was sat there, I was like, some yeah. of this I don't get, but I get the reference. And I was like trying to piece it together. Like it is, it's the, one of the best things they've ever done. And Bray, like, this is a credit, a massive credit to Bray, because you can see that that is his stamp all over that. 100%. Apparently, it apparently was Bray, there's a lot of Cena as well. And, a lot of Cena input, apparently, as well. Yeah, no, it's, it was Cena as well, because of the Eric Andre references, I knew Cena was involved in this. Yeah. So I did my research, I found it was Cena, Bray, and Bruce Pritchard, all together, put it together, put together into this work. Great. It was amazing. Like, even the whole thing, refer, uh, referring back to their match at WrestleMania 31, where Cena beat him and how Cena should have beaten him. And then Cena made the quote about, I'm going to put an end to the most overrated superstar of all time. And it was how, him. How, how they used that against Cena. Yeah. And that was actually Cena talking about himself right. being yeah. overrated. It yeah. was just yeah. outstanding. It was outstanding. It was so good. Even him attacking the pig in the end, that was a little reference to how he treated Husky Harris back in the NXT days Hi. when he beat Texas. Oh, it was yeah. all... Genius! Yeah. It was amazing. It was so good. Blue doesn't look. <laughs> oh Convinced. my god, Oh, how could you not love this? How no, could you no, not no. love I, I, um, um, I don't know what I think. I, I get, I'm old school. I guess I just like. Like I say, my favorite matches well are the Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, and you know we'll talk about it. So I like Brock, Drew. I like the simple in-out matches. I did. I, I loved when John Cena was, because he was almost corpsing when he was like, ruthless aggression, then would miss the slap. And then ruthless aggression and miss the slap. I found that funny. Um, I, I, the, what, does this help um, um, the right. Fiend Bray Wyatt in any way whatsoever? It's not as if he got his win back. Does it help him? At, will he be elevated at all on, after that win? Well, I was, remember, I was saying it, that I was off Bray for a little while. I wasn't feeling the fiend for a while. Now I'm back in. So, oh, in my opinion, so my opinion, yes. A good rebuttal from you then, Skills. That's answered the question. So in which case, it's not about me. If, if people liked it, which they obviously did, and it has helped him in, in people's eyes like you, then, yeah, then fair play. Then Salu. Definitely Salu. helps him in terms of, like, old school... Like, people who've just come back to, like, obviously, if someone's just watching it now, it will help bring them into kind of the WWE, like, seeing kind of, like, the old-school references and stuff. Mm. But whether it elevates The Fiend himself, I don't know, but it elevates Bray Wyatt as a creative mind, like, and a creative genius. Like, even if he doesn't do well as The Fiend, he will go on, like, backstage and just kick it Yeah. Great stuff. All right, should we talk about it now then? Hey, if you didn't give your opinion. No, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've watched it like three or four times already. It was genius. I really, really really enjoyed it. I I think you got, and the humour in it, I just, I was laughing. That's what saved it for me. That's what saved it for me without question. It it was, there was some genuinely funny moments. Do you know the bit I knew you would love, Flu? 
is when they had the, the Vincent Man commentator go, this is good shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the Macho Man, the Macho Man Crow thing there, they yeah. killed it. They no, absolutely did. I enjoyed it. What was skills you might know? What was the NWO bit about? What what was the relevance of that? Sorry. H- Hogan Hilter. I mean Austin uh, Cena Hilter. Oh, because oh, they're comparing see. him to Hogan. So you right. know how every, but everybody wants Cena to turn heel. Yeah. So right, right, right. It to, if Cena ever turned heel, it'd be like how Hogan turned heel. It would revolutionize. Right. Every, that's what it was. That's the reference. Again, right. very clever. Very clever. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that Cena didn't turn heel at the end of that, of that segment as well, it's quite good. So, yeah. All right. We have the, uh, let's talk about it. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Wowzers. What do you guys think? Flu. Flu. You I, first, Flu. I, like, I, I, like I said, for me, uh, this whole WrestleMania could have been about 40 minutes to an hour. Everybody goes in, three special moves, three special moves, pin. So I actually, considering what, you know, it ended with Drew, he even, he even laughed a little bit. He tapped his heart, didn't he, and said, you're in here. And it ended with him holding up the belt with Brock Lesnar in the spotlight on the ground. So God bless Brock, you know, Brock Lesnar when he needs to sell, when he needs to put someone over, he does. He does. Um, and it, what, what else could you have done with this? I think it's as good as they could have done it. I liked it. I, I, I thought it was one of the better. I just, I like in out simple stuff. So <laughs> that sounded weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call my penis. Well, in out simple say- stuff. Flu, would you not say it was the same thing as the same booking as Braun and Goldberg though? And you slated that. I would say it's the same book it's the same booking they've been doing for two or three years with <laughs> the, with these older people. But um yeah, I don't know what else they could have done. Other than, you know, having some of the locker room out there to kind of congratulate him or something from a distance. I don't know. But um yeah, I, I was I was happy for him. I'm not a fan of kicking out of three F fives, I'm sorry. Why? I just don't think I don't think he should be kicking out three F fives. What? Because Bro- Joe and Finn and AJ all couldn't kick out of one. We've seen Roman. Because so many wrestlers can't kick out of one. He kick out of three. Roman's probably kicked out of twenty. Kick out of like thirty-five. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who's that? Roman. Roman's kicked out of every single. I, I didn't like that either. Okay. I don't like that either. Um. So you didn't like the match? But the, the good news with the Roman thing. Roman's never beaten him at WrestleMania. So that's the good news. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is, why is he beating him? First time ever playing against Lesnar. Ever first time wrestling against Lesnar. He's never wrestled him before. It's like he's used to Lesnar. He's not used to Lesnar. So why is he kicking out three F5? I felt they could have booked this so much better. And I thought it was a bit of a letdown for me. It took, it took away the title win for me. Because really? I felt, yeah, Drew's never been no Superman. When Drew been Superman? He's never been a Superman. <laughs> so stop, don't, don't book him like he's Superman. It's, ridic- it's ridiculous. Man was a free MB a couple years ago. <laughs> you want me to believe? Man, you want me to believe he's going to kick out three F5s? Get out of here, man. trying to make him like Roman Reigns because we don't know how long, like, obviously Roman Reigns... Yeah. But then build up to that then. Build up to that. Build up to him being invincible before you make him all of a sudden invincible. I just think, I just think it's ridiculous. And, and I didn't... I, and while watching it, I never at any point thought this was ridiculous. I think, I think it looks so believable to me. Nah. No, to me. You gotta remember that this ain't the first time he's put Brock Lesnar down. Like, yes, we've been put him down before, and I have no problem him putting him down. But kicking out three F5s is a different thing. If you put him down without being hit with an F5, 
that's totally different. That's how you should have booked it. But the fact that you made him kick out three, not just one, three F5s, and then beat him with, what, three Lindsay Claymore kicks, one to the face when he's like halfway down the, halfway down the ground. I just feel, come on, this is ridiculous. This is Lesnar we're talking about, bro. They could have done this so much better. And I felt it was just a cop-out. Okay. Five-minute match, done. In and out. Terrible. But you skills... Skills, you've got to remember, Skills, that there's, an, there's a chance that Brock Lesnar turned up and went, you know, you've got three minutes. Do this, do that. Maybe Lesnar just turned up and went, you're going to do this, I'm going to do that, and we're going to take it. You've got to remember I, that it's I, think, a... I actually think that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you're happy for Drew, though, right? I should be happy for Drew. I should be. Well, I'm not. not. Oh, wow. Like, hey, what do you think? Ooh, that, do you know, I thought it was it was a good match. It was a standard Brock Lesnar match. I, it wasn't Stop lying. Any... This is not a good match. This is <laughs> four minutes. This is a free 25 <laughs> second match. Hold on. Guys, guys, guys. We slated the Strowman. We slated the Strowman-Goldberg match. There's no difference between this match and the Goldberg-Strowman match. No difference. And I refuse for any of you guys to tell me any different. It's the same exact booking. You're it's drunk. ridiculous. You're drunk. This was not the same. It was not the same match. This was, hold nowhere, on, hold this was nowhere near the same match. Sorry, Ace, it wasn't. Yeah. Ace, yeah. Goldberg spared him four times. Strowman beat him four times with a power slam. Nah, it's not the same. McIntyre kicked out three F5. <laughs> Lesnar loses to four Claymore kicks. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It, it looks more believable to me. That's all I'm going to say. I, I mean, I'm happy for Drew. You're obviously not. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I want to be. I'm happy for him, but it just, it just, I just, I don't think that. I think that made it was a letdown. It's a letdown. Uh, we have our first British world champion. I need to leave soon, guys. Sorry, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to wrap this up. Um, anything anybody else has to say about Mania before we go? Thank God it's over. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think this should be money in the bank, man. It's happening, man. I'm letting you guys know that from now. It's happening. But so for instance, that Undertaker, that Undertaker documentary looks amazing. Just put the Undertaker documentary on and it'll probably get more viewings and more of a buzz. But I don't mm. know. When, when hey, is that? I, is, I, it, is, is it on already? Yeah, I think it's on there. Yeah, it's on, yeah, it's on tonight, isn't it? Yeah. No, it was on last night, yeah. Yeah, I think it came on after, straight after. Yeah. But hey, uh, I tell that I'm glad some people enjoyed it. I'm glad they got to bring joy to people and, and, I'm, and I'm glad that everyone's okay and, I'm, and I love everybody. <laughs> me too alright we're going to end um, with my interview with Drew McIntyre first British world champion he did it before Wade Barrett before the British Bulldog before William Regal Wade, um, Drew McIntyre is our WWE champion congratulations to him even though flu I mean skillets hating on him a little bit I'm not hating on it he's invincible leave him alone I just have my I just have my opinion that it wasn't good alright when are we <laughs> I, I mean when are we checking in again? Rob, what's tonight, innit? Are, are we going to watch tonight? it? Are you going to watch it? We could do a little recap of Raw tomorrow. What if it's crap? <laughs> it will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be. All right, well, let, well, let's catch up on the WhatsApp group. Uh, thank you very Definitely. much. Rate, subscribe, comment. Till next week or whenever we record again. Bye.
Love you guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Love it. The kick out. Right, one extra DJ Ace. Um, I ain't had no sleep. I'm not going to lie to you. It's the first thing in the morning. Uh, but I was up for a great reason. Last night, I stayed up with the majority of the wrestling fans across the world uh, to watch WrestleMania Day 2. We weren't sure how the show was going to be. But I've got to be honest, I had an amazing time. And mostly because the guy that I'm chatting to right now is the first British WWE champion of all time, Drew McIntyre. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm still trying to understand how this is real. It's crazy. Just hearing it out loud now for the first time. The show just finished, like, not even two hours ago. And I think you're the first person to tell me you're the first ever British WWE champion. That's pretty surreal. That's amazing, man. I mean, we had no idea how the show was going to be. I'm going to be honest with you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, we, we didn't know if the crowd was really going to be a factor, but it was an amazing show. What was it like for you to be part of this historic event? Yeah, I mean, one, I'm so proud that WWE went ahead and produced WrestleMania. Obviously, um, there's no crowd there. We had a lot of you know, health precautions following the CDC guidelines and closed sets, but everybody worked their arse off to give the world, you know, some unique content, something to look forward to. And I think WWE did a great job putting it all together. I sat down and watched WrestleMania on the couch for the first time since WrestleMania 23. And the fact that I was in the main event was mental to me. Um, so actually being part of it um, was wild. Walking out there, it's weird. When I watched myself on the screen, I remember being in the moment and walking out and not feeling this is weird. There's no fans here. I was so in the zone in the moment. I was aware there was millions of people at home, but I was also aware I was about to fight Brock Lesnar. And when he came out and he had this fight, game eyes on. There's that's a scary sight, but I was ready, and you know I could feel the intensity through the screen of Brock and I looking at each other. And I remember in the moment thinking I could beat this guy's ass, and that's yeah. how I felt. As I genuinely felt in that moment, I could beat up Brock Lesnar right now. And he gave me a few F fives. I kicked out of them. I got up. I claymored them three times, and I beat him within five minutes. I squashed Brock Lesnar. Amazing, man. It was, it, I think it took four claymores in the end to do it. Yeah, four? One at the beginning, and then yeah. he gave me uh, four F5s, and then I hit three claymores in a row, much like I did last time Brock and I were together in Brooklyn. I gave him three claymores. Uh, so that was a nice you know, end to the story. The finish was three more claymores to slay the beast. H how does it feel, though, man? I said at the top of the interview, first ever British WWE champion. What does that mean to you, Drew McIntyre? It's amazing, you know, it's crazy we haven't had a champion ever. You know, a lot of people say, oh, did the British Bulldog not win it? I mean, no, he never won it. He never won the Royal Rumble. He almost won a Royal Rumble one year, but he never won the Royal Rumble. He never won the title. William Regal um, never won the title. And we had so many talented British stars who have never um, been able to raise the title. And the fact that in 2020, at such a unique and important WrestleMania, the WrestleMania when the world stood still, and WWE was able to produce this show for everybody, for one, and I was able to main event on the last night and get my happy ending, 19 years of ups and downs and downs and downs and downs and clawing my way up from the bottom, from 10 feet down, clawing my way up to start again, and then fighting to the top of the mountain at WrestleMania. And, beating the Beast Brock Lesnar, becoming the first British champion. I want to say a million times, first British champion. I can believe the first. Yeah. You know, really, it feels so good to me, and I hope I made a lot of people smile, and hopefully I can, I can inspire a lot of people out there. 
you know, if you put your mind to it and you work hard enough, you can do absolutely anything. I mean, we, we've obviously followed your whole career, but uh, WWE just documented like the last three months for you. And what an absolute roller coaster of emotions it's been from winning the World Rumble to this whole new situation that you guys have had having to uh, navigate around. Like, for you, like, how do you actually feel about just the last three months, the ups and downs? You've now managed to slay the beast. Like, what, what has it been like for you, Drew? Yeah, I think the documentary, like, uh, Joey uh, works for the uh, WWE, put it together. He did such an incredible job of telling that story. And that's just three months of my career. Like, I've had 19 years of madness. Um, I wish I had that all on tape. But this past three months has been something that the world couldn't have predicted. Like, I won the Royal Rumble. I was on the highest of highs. I was definitely getting my guaranteed world title match at WrestleMania. I couldn't believe it. I challenged Brock Lesnar the next night. Everything was going to plan. The crowd was getting behind me. They were like really just rallying behind, you know, me, Drew, being my real self on television, getting on the microphone, having a laugh, kicking arse. People were loving it. I told my real story. People were getting behind me. I went to the UK, spoke with yourself. Next day, I went to Scotland. I was filming a commercial. I was going to go and see Rangers play like my, on my football team back home. And I was going to see all my family and friends. But at 3.30 in the morning after I left yourself, I got a phone call when I was in bed and told me we're pulling you out. And I was like, what do you mean you're pulling me out? So things are, you know, taking a bad turn. And I got everyone out of bed because we're filming that uh, advert for BT Sports. It came out awesome, the Braveheart Rocky thing. And we went to put it together, but the cameras caught me and I told them how I really felt. And I was angry. I was really, really angry. It was kind of selfish looking back. But, you know, I've worked so hard and dreamt to this my whole life. And all I could think about was... I can't believe I'm get, not getting to Scotland to see my family and friends. I can't believe WrestleMania might be affected. And then it got postponed. And I was so disappointed, so down, um, that, I, oh my goodness, there's not going to be any fans there. I can't believe this. And eventually, sitting, you know, looking at the news and seeing how bad this really was and talking to my wife about it, I realized, you know, this is a very selfish way to think about things. Mm. You know, we have an opportunity. WWE is going to push forward. We have an opportunity to bring everybody, you know, like entertainment in times when they need entertainment. Everyone's locked in their house right now. Like they need something to take their mind off things. WWE's going to be the one place to do it. I'm damn proud to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we went forward to WrestleMania, you know, I accepted the fact that this is bigger than me. It's not going to be my moment in front of thousands of people. It's going to be, you know, like our wrestling moment. It's going to be our moment where everyone gets together, they sit down on the couch during these difficult times and wrestling takes their mind off everything. We do what we love. Everyone watches what they love. And I was so proud to be part of it. And I don't know if everyone's got video right now, but I'm going to hold yeah. up. Show it to him, mother. Right here. So if you can, anyone sees this video footage, or are just listening to the audio. I'm holding up the WWE title. And here is my official nameplate. Oh, wow. On the title. Like, it is so surreal. Like, it just happened. I've not been to bed. Um, but it's, you know, it's only like two here. I know it's a lot earlier for yourself. But I do all media in America at eight in the morning. So I'll look like you in a few hours. Be as tired as you in a few hours. Wow. The good thing is, I don't want to shut up talking about it. I just can't wrap my head around this. This has all happened. Um, but, you know, it's, I guess the big thing is WrestleMania has its moments. People win. People celebrate. The crowd go crazy. They cheer. The next night, they talk about it. They play the video. The next month, they make play the video and talk about it. As time passes by, those moments are forgotten. People move on. The next WrestleMania happens. And all those WrestleMania moments kind of live on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. But this WrestleMania will never be forgotten. This is the WrestleMania when the world stood still. 
and the year that Drew McIntyre became WWE champion. And considering my story, I can't think of anything more fitting than how it went down tonight. I love that you're doing the champion duties already. He's plugging the network. All of that stuff is great. <laughs> I mean, one question I know you're going to ask, cause I, I'm, and I'm privileged to have the first interview with you. This is amazing. But I know that loads of people are going to be asking you over the next few days, like, isn't a bittersweet victory because there wasn't the fans there? You didn't get the pop that you so rightly deserved. Was it a bit, do you see it as a bittersweet victory or was this most, mostly about you in yourself? kind of reaching the top of the mountain yeah like i said like initially that's how i felt and how i felt for a few days but i very much accepted it's bigger than that and when i won the title i'm sure you saw the emotion like i I just couldn't believe Mm. that i I won the title i am i've described it as um i guess when you win the title and the crowd are all there your adrenaline's going so much that it's it's emotional and it's personal but it's a shared moment with everybody then you go backstage, all the, you know, Vincent Mann's there, Triple H, etc. Maybe you see the agents, they congratulate you. You see some of the guys, you go to the locker room, everyone's happy. And finally, you get through all the people, you get through the traffic, you get to your hotel. But it's not till you're in your hotel room, because I've done this with every title I've won. You close the door and you're by yourself. That's when the real emotion comes out. That's the real personal moment. So wow. this year, when I won the title, like everyone got a kind of glimpse of that personal moment. I felt like I was almost in my own little world. Like I obviously brought Lesnar there. And then once I bypassed him, I was in my own little world. People got to see that personal moment when I was looking at the title and I was just running everything through my head. The journey I've been on and the sacrifices my family and my wife have made, you know, to help me get to this moment. And I took a moment to look down the camera and just, I I reached my hand out and I hope everyone at home was feeling what I was feeling and just said, thank you. And I'm glad they kept it in there. I wasn't sure if they were going to because I broke the fourth wall. I looked down the camera. You're not supposed to do that. But I just wanted to let everyone around the world know how thankful I was. And that moment was very special to me. And I'll always remember it. It was the first time I won the title. And it is such a significant WrestleMania for the world. And that doesn't, you know, change like how I would feel in a stadium full of people cheering and how I felt tonight would have been exactly the same for totally different reasons. I want to say on behalf of all wrestling fans and thank you so much to yourself and the rest of the WWE for putting on two stellar nights of programming. You guys were managed to navigate around this whole crisis and it was absolutely awesome. Did you get an opportunity to see any of the rest of the shows over the past two days? Yeah, I've watched it all. Like I said, <laughs> I've actually, yeah, I actually like got to watch it. Like this, in Mania 23 was the last time I sat and watched WrestleMania from Scotland in my house yeah. in Scotland. Was the last time Romania 24 I was there in Orlando part of WWE's developmental Florida Championship Wrestling and myself Seamus and a bunch of the guys took down the ring the same Romania that Ric Flair and uh, got retired by Shawn Michaels we took down the ring amazing back then and every Mania after that I've always been obviously busy Mm. right Uh, and what did you have any highlights from the show that you uh you want to tell us about that you think that uh were standard yeah sorry uh the past two days yeah over the past two days Oh, let's see. Uh, I enjoyed Brian, Sammy, really physical. Mm. Uh, Becky, Shayna was physical too. Enjoyed that. Um, the, the Boneyard match, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was like watching, I don't know, like Taker's like Dirty Harry or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, con- I'm concerned that nobody's checked on Carl Anderson. Like, Gal, at least. <laughs> Luke Gallows get chucked off the roof. He's probably only got two <laughs> two broken legs. Poor Carl Anderson got tombstone and then set on fire. I mean, AJ's it is buried, but poor Carl yeah. got tombstone and then set on fire. And I'm pretty sure that's how Candyman started. Maybe you say oh, Carl's yeah, name, 
five times in the mirror will appear. <laughs> that could be his next gimmick. And uh, you know, tonight, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the the matches. The last man standing, like the I love the the, the storytelling elements yeah. and the facials of the guys. They're so talented. Uh, um, and the uh, Funhouse was Funhouse was was insane. It's like a fever dream, but I enjoyed it. I, I just, I was like, I turned to my wife and went, I'm following this. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're just about to go back into a regular match. <laughs> like, nah, it's a big dudes for the title, but we're following this fever dream. <laughs> that was, I think everybody this weekend did an amazing job. Uh, Charlotte and Rhea did a great, I think. Oh it was, yeah, that was great it, too. It was really good. It was really good. I, we, we all want to know though, man, what is next for you? I don't. I mean, only like a psychic would be able to tell what happens going forward in terms of the world. But how are yeah. you guys going to maneuver through this? And would there be, will we see more Drew on TV? Would there be another, would there be a rematch at some point? What, what do you think the next few months looks like for you as the WWE champion? Um, as long as we are able to produce content safely, we're going to absolutely do that. And I want to defend the title as much as possible, the exact opposite of Brock Lesnar, you know, actually be <laughs> actually be a fighting champion but like you say it's so unpredictable and right now we don't really know but i'm ready for every challenge i I think the unique different uh, matches off-site like the boneyard and the firefly funhouse i think there's cool things we can do with that i want to see if we can get a pub here i can have a fight in or something with one of the guys that might be be pretty fun but uh, (laughs) inevitably when everything starts resuming back to normal and you know uh, I get the chance to come back to the UK. I, I want to bring this title back. I want like an open top bus. I want to do the top of Scotland to the bottom of England, like the football yeah. team that's won the cup, just so I can get up and down, promote WWE like crazy, get it out there as much uh, like the way it used to be back in the day. Like people are following it now. It's picking up back in the UK. It's on fire, but there's still some people that need to be reached. And I want to be the one to reach them and tell them we need your support because I want to bring back one of the big. Uh, pay-per-views to the UK. It's been SummerSlam 92 is the last time we had a big pay-per-view to justify what the UK deserves. And I want to lead the charge to get one of the big four uh, to the UK. If you could uh, pick a match for... I, I think you you deserve to bring that title to Scotland 100%. If there was a, an opponent for you in Scotland in front of your home crowd, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. So, yeah, outside of WWE right now, I'm feuding with Chris Sutton. Okay. Okay. On, uh, on Twitter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be interesting. So we're, we've had a bit of banter back and forth. He's pretty sharp online. Um, Tyson Fury's also challenged me. Like he made a comment, he thinks I'm going to win, but he challenges me. Obviously, having Braun at a match, so you know that that would be interesting. We're talking to people outside of WWE. I didn't reply to him because you know I want to focus on Brock first. Now, finished off Brock, I might come for Tyson. But, uh, WWE-wise. Uh, AJ Styles and I have just kind of never had a proper match. We're certainly never in a feud. We've been like ships in the night, like TNA, whoosh, independent scene, whoosh. Um, I came to Raw. He was on SmackDown. Finally, we're on the same show. The match is going to happen. He turns bad. I was bad. Now, mm. I'm a good guy. So this might be the time that Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles finally have a clash. Seth Rollins is now doing the Messiah thing. Last time we wrestled each other, he was everybody loved him. Now, I don't know what's going on with Seth, but he's got something interesting going on. That might be interesting. I just really don't know or care. I just know we've got <laughs> such a, talent, a talented roster. I just want to start kicking heads and defending this title so I can start racking up the defenses. Let's just kick everyone's head off. Why not, man? Uh, 
Drew, we are so proud of you. Congratulations. Do you have a message for the UK fans? Uh, what do you want to say to them? You, I mean, you, you've come from a lineage of amazing British wrestlers. The Bulldog we mentioned, Regal, Wade Barrett. Now you, man, WWE champion. Have you got a message for the UK fans? Yeah, I want to thank everyone in the UK that's always believed in me. Um, I want to thank everybody that's just got on the bandwagon. Um, I'm so proud to be from Scotland. I'm so proud to be from the UK. I'm so proud to represent you all as the first ever champion. And just trust me, you know, stick with me, start rallying behind me, and I will be pushing as hard as I can to bring a big pay-per-view to the UK whenever it's possible. I'm going to make it happen. I made this happen, first ever champion. I'll make the pay-per-view happen. I believe you, sir. Again, congratulations, man. Show us the title again, if you can. One more time, please. Where, where are you keeping that? Is that just in your hand? <laughs> Is that just stuck to your side now, forever? Oh, yeah. It stays right with me. My wife tried to steal it at one point. And <laughs> I had to chase her down and get it back. <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> brother. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's good to talk to you again, buddy. I must have rubbed some good luck on me last time I saw you. Oh, of course. And, and I love that you guys uh, had me cameo in the documentary. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Loads of brownie no, points for that. No, thank you very much for being part of it. It's a documentary. I still can't believe how good it came off. If anyone has not seen it, like, check out The Chronicle and the WWE Network. It really is an interesting watch, even if you're not a wrestling fan, just considering the current claim. It is in, it's interesting. That's yeah. <laughs> this. The simplest way to put it, it takes a left turn, a right turn, goes off the road. It gets really crazy. Like uh, telling the story of my story and then what happened with the world. Exactly. I mean, like I said, we just all appreciate how you guys are able to maneuver through this. And I I want you to have no doubts. Last night was an amazing show. Both nights for me were really fun. So I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I mean, I would have rather been in Tampa, but I enjoyed it all the same. It was great. No, I appreciate that, buddy, and I appreciate everyone out there that, mm. um, you know, and watched the show and enjoyed the show, and hopefully, like I say, we took your mind off things for a little bit, and you can just re-watch that Drew McIntyre match 50 times in a row now if you, if you get bored. A lot of free time, everybody. Start re- hitting that McIntyre match and repeat. <laughs> I appreciate that. Congratulations again, sir. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. All right, see you soon. Take care. Nice work, guys. Nice work. Thanks, Dan. Um, so you can send that over to me now. Yep, I'll clip it and send it over. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Drew, congratulations again, man. No, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well done, thank man. You. Thank you. asleep, then I'm going to feel like you in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm knackered. <laughs> I'm going to bed now. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, mate.